Turin is one of those places that you might have heard of, but probably know very little about. With around a million inhabitants, it is Italy's fourth largest city. But it was unified Italy's first capital city, and its illustrious past is hard to miss. As many Torinesi will tell you, it's not in their nature to show off. In Turin, it's more about doing, drawing, designing, assembling, rethinking and innovating. It is perhaps this reputation that led Turin to be the world's first capital of design in 2008. Back then, the city was enjoying a post-Olympic hubris, having successfully held the Winter Olympics two years earlier. But have Turin's designers kept up the momentum? Barbara Brondi is an architect and runs an international design residency programme hosted in the modernist 1970s Duparc complex. I think some seeds are growing uh, in these past years and still do. In Residence, for example, is a project that now it's the sixth year that it's, uh, it's running. And uh, there are other projects about design that started in 2008 and are still working very good. Actually, they are developing uh, and they are becoming more um, famous and uh, important. And you can see now there are more, that there is more interest about uh, contemporary design. Uh, students now are more aware of what uh, design is, that is not just industrial design, but it's also something different. Started originally as a fringe event to Turin's Artissima Contemporary Art Fair, Paratissima is now a large design platform where designers, just starting out or established, are given the chance to show off their wares. Pier Giorgio Robino is one such designer. His work will often find him in Paris, London, Miami or Basel, but sometimes there's nothing quite like home. What happened in Turin is um, really interesting. Normally, uh, design is Milan-based. Turin sometimes is called provincia. That means that we are not so fresh, but we, because we are curious, investigate in something different. Many of the designers in, in Turin are makers. So they are craftsmen, they do everything by themselves. Certainly not provincial, Turin is nonetheless Italy's local metropolis. Local, but not inward-looking. Probably is a, is a, um, it's an ideological move. Uh, uh, I mean that uh, Torino is a, really, is a very understated town. I think it's a, if I have to, to say what is the, the, the characteristic of this town that influenced my work, especially probably is the understatement. And the, 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 uh, the sense of doing some, something real. I don't know how to say, but qualcosa di concreto. The connections to the past are everywhere in the city, but they seem to add authenticity and value to the output of the clusters of design studios that are opening. And if you look closely, you'll see a city with a deep respect for design. Is this inclination to reliability and high quality something that can be taught? Turin's industrial heritage is making the city a centre of education in the field. So our famous department is, of course, transportation design, but also for one reason. This contest is international in the basic skill. We have in Turin, of course, a huge company that uh, you know that it's Fiat, but the point is not this one, it's just the star point, in particular in the past. And YAD represent today the main strong link with the, the territory in the rapport between contemporary culture and design. 
Designers are flocking here to rent or buy houses and studio spaces at a fraction of the price of Milan or Rome. A bustling, yet genteel city, Turin gives space and time for thought and investigation. Turin has still uh, these kind of very skilled people. So it's, for me, every day is learning something. And that's very good, especially in the pattern cutting and the design. Everything has to be very close. So that's the main, um, the best thing about living in Turin and staying in the contact of the factory. So the mood of Turin is always very conservative. Uh, never show off, so always try not to catch the eyes of anybody. Uh, and you can see it on my pieces because they are very minimal, also with the raw edge. Uh, technique. We do a lot on coats and jackets. It makes everything very neat. You could never call Turin sleepy. International art fairs, film festivals, Italy's main publishing fair and a major media centre make sure that the Torinesi are suitably well connected. Vast avenues and squares give way to ancient alleys and intimate courtyards. Many people will tell you that design is in Turin's DNA and a calm stroll or cycle through the city, and it's easy to agree. This feeling of quiet productivity is attracting designers, thinkers, and creators from abroad too. It's been said that one of the uh, main components of love is mystery. And I think that is probably one of the reasons why it's so easy to love Italy and to love Turin, because nobody knows what is going to happen. It's very difficult to predict just who's gonna be um, the precedent in a year or in six months, you know, things change so fast. It's ironic because things change fast and things don't change at the same time. I think that we all share uh, that kind of energy and will to um, move things around and to make things work. Sometimes grey and post-industrial and sometimes ornate, baroque and regal. Turin is a city of surprises although you can't help feeling that the locals are proud of the city's rather aloof charms. Turin doesn't offer itself on a plate like some Italian cities, and yet its offerings, on the restaurant menu or otherwise, are plentiful. Understated but experimental, Turin's design community is tapping into a creative urban heritage. In Turin, for Monocle, I'm David Pleasant. <laughs>